Border Barrels back for another week. We're back. Well, missed last week. Well, yeah, back we did. This week. Back this week. And uh, following AFL and Supercoach, and it's all happening. Supercoach is coming down to the wire. It's almost finals time. Well, this is the last round. Yeah. What? Got a couple of the finals start next week. No. Yeah, there's four rounds left after this week. Oh. Yeah. Okay. There you go. Yep. And um, so we, we're super coach experts. I swear, we know when the things are. Well, yeah. Like I, I was thinking about this. It's like, um, because every week you go, did you watch this game to see my eye? And it's always like no. And I argue that it's it's beneficial for me, and it has been beneficial for Syme. He is in, improving rapidly. That because we're not watching the game, we're not like, oh, but the key defenders are so good because they are. Because you watch the game and you're like, wow, Jake Lever's incredible. But then you look at super coach and it's like fifty two. So like you don't get sucked into that like oh but they're playing well yeah it's been interesting I've like I've discovered fan footy and now I watch it instead yeah. of the footy oh I I will watch the footy and if my phone's dead I won't have fan footy and I'm like this sucks yeah why am I watching this I well, don't care about football I, I care about the super coach scores that they're providing me well that's another tip I don't think we've really spoke too much about fan footy but I've only recently just got onto this the we boys want to give it out what oh, if they get what if they get yeah, copyrighted and bloody sued. Oh my god! Because you got to pay for well, you got to pay to get live Supercoach scores. Oh well, don't worry about it. I didn't say cut anything. That. Cut, cut that. Cut that. Cut that. How cut do we that. cut um, that? Can do I actually cut that? Nah. No, we've mentioned the heaps, man. Okay, yeah. good. <laughs> don't make me stress like that. <laughs> but you said about um, just keeping an eye on the scores and all that sort of stuff. I said to you before you're going to put the Essendon Collingwood game on, which just started in real time. Um, Every week I don't watch Jordan Ridley, he gets 100. Whenever I do watch Jordan Ridley, he gets 50. So let's not put it on. Well, the thing is with Essendon is whenever I don't watch Essendon, I enjoy my life. And whenever yeah. I do watch Essendon, I want to fucking end it. Except when you were there the other week in oh, your yeah, big suit, you won. So yeah. that's good. We've both seen as I was wearing my, I was wearing my suit. Yeah. And um, that's the second time I've ever seen Essendon win a footy game live, which is good. Is all? First time was 2002 when we came back from 68 <sighs> points down against North Melbourne and beat them. The uh, biggest comeback in AFL history. Ah, very good. And um, then the second game was shoving it up Luke Parker's fucking jumper. smug little fucking ass. There you go. Well, we're talking super like coach. Parker, so. Packer. Packer. So who have we got? Who's in? Who's out? Hutto, what yeah. are your trades? I'll, I'll be nice and quick because I... As of last week, I only had two trades left, so I didn't make a trade last week. And I thought, why the fuck am I playing Supercoach if I'm not making trades? Like, <laughs> it's just not fun. Because, like, the weekends, you see your score, and then it's like, okay, I don't need to open this app up again for seven days. <laughs> yeah, actually, you're right. So, um, and, like, I can't, I don't go on, like, various websites and, like, who do I bring in? Like, it just sucks. So, this week, I traded Liam Baker to Royal Marshall just because I wanted to have fun again. What go. did Liam Baker score? Uh... Um, da, 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 da. Was it advantageous to you? To me, yeah, because Liam Baker's got 62. Yep, okay. Um, well, but, well, I mean, Marshall, Marshall hasn't played, hasn't played yet, yet so it could be anything. Yeah. Um, so you have one trade left? Yes. One. But I have cover everywhere. Yeah. So in the one. back line, I've got Weir. Uh, I've got McCartan in my forward line. Bryn Teekle apparently is coming back yeah, soon, that. so he's my Maybe. R3. And then my midfield, I don't have anyone, but I've got people that are thereabouts. Like Mitch Owens, their reporting is coming back soon, apparently. Cooper Stevens, I've still got sitting there. Yep. So, yeah, yeah. I, I don't like. I don't feel bad. Like, it's fine. Yeah, it's all right. You I, got, got in the top the th- I got in the top thousand for a second. I'm back out again, obviously, because I've got no trades. That's all right. But at the end of the day, it's just a game. Nah, but no one fun, at the so. top does. 
like they keep in, on some of the other Supercoach podcasts, they're interviewing people from the top like thirty. Yeah, everyone's like, I got no trades left now. No, because the thing is, like, They've you don't hard early unless you pick the best team available to start the year. Like you purely fluke it and yeah. no people. Are yeah, you have to trade. You don't ever pick up an injury. Like you got to pick up trades, and like those people are in the top thirty because they've <laughs> traded for. Scores, yeah. Like when this week, for example, George Hewitt goes out. If you've got a spare trade, which I didn't, it's like, oh, well, I'll replace that. I'd rather have one less trade and bring in a premium than have Jacob Ware. Which, in hindsight, Jacob Ware is actually playing all right, but he's not like premium scoring. What's he on sixty? Yeah, halfway to the last quarter. Nah, it's a rookie score that's covering. You just take it. Well, no, that's what I'm saying though. It's like if the top thirty or top anything have trades they're trading yeah. so they're not people that play leagues have trades left yeah yeah people that playing overall have no trades and i'm playing neither i'm trying to play both i'm just having fun <laughs> yeah well there <laughs> you go it. very I'm, good i'm trying to play both now i'm like you i have we're covering for hewitt yeah. um i passed on buku 60 and where is on 60 so whatever we'll just take it as it is um now i told you during the week i wasn't going to tell you simon mm. what trade if any i was going to do mm-hmm. oh, many. i had if four any. left I now have two left. Oh, double. So I made two. Double Double whammy. My initial plan was to bring in Rory Laird. Yeah. But I didn't, I I had like no money to do Kelly, to do Josh Kelly straight. Because basically Kelly's out for a week. He's been a great pod all year, but I need to maximize my chances because I went down in the rank the last couple of weeks. So I thought, right, what can I do? I want Rory Laird. But I would have had to have traded Connor McDonald, who just scored his highest score of the year and is going up in price. Yeah, but price doesn't mean anything. No, price does a little bit because now he's up above 260k. I have two trades left. Is so that all he's worth? Like not He was only averaging 40 for the year in the last couple of weeks. He scored 70. So he scored another 72 yesterday. So he'll go up a little bit. But um, I can trade him later in the year, have a bunch of cash, and, and last trade, last round of the year, bring in anybody, essentially. But anybody. 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 But... Um, like maximize, to maximise my chance. Yeah, Essendon legend. He's going to kick seven in the first quarter against Gold Coast. 15-4 <laughs> for the team. Um, but to maximise my chances, I had to trade Kelly to somebody. Uh, so I, I ended up trading Morris Rioli Jr. down to Jai Cully from West Coast, who scored 90 on debut, which oh. was a game I was there to see oh, live. Bloody luck. And the media didn't report on a huge coincidence in that game. Mm. So Border Barrels will bring this to you. Uh, Jai Newcomb has the record for most tackles on debut. He was pick two in the mid-season draft last year. Mm-hmm. Jai Cully, same name, pick one in this year's mid-season draft, a three-quarter time, had 10 tackles and was within four tackles of the record. There you go. Did he so break the, it, though? He didn't. Oh, well, then but no one, no one even mentioned. So, <laughs> well, because but he's he didn't now break second. It. He's second. So, <laughs> so the, the tackle on debut record. His name's the same. His name's similar. <laughs> he got picked in an almost same position number in a mid-season draft, an and he had similar amount wait, of tackles. You're missing the you're missing the biggest part of the coincidence. Okay, I can't bo- wait. They both have long hair. Oh, oh, there it is. And also two ears. Called Jai. Rip. Same barber. <laughs> same super fun. That uh, would be a coincidence. <laughs> same barber. Yeah. Oh, no. anyway. Rumors are both um, also have 10 fingers. Oh, yes. Jesus. But I brought in Jai Cully and then that allowed, then, so I have 100k in the bank, I also turned Josh Kelly into Jack Steele. Ooh. So I have Jack Steele this afternoon in my team to maximise my chances. I have two trades left, but I have enough money if I want to this week to turn Jaden Short straight into 
Tom Stewart. Yeah, do it. So I may do it, and then I'll have one trade left for the last three weeks after that. That's huge. Good stuff. Well, I'll keep it nice and quick. Whitfield finally gone. Oh, you did it. Finally gone. To who? Funnily enough, Rowan Marshall. Hey. So I had to do a bit of a skip and flip and whatever's how going many, on. Uh, out of interest, sorry to break your role, but how many uh, trades do you have left? Four. Oh, that's all right. I was going to say because you'll uh, be without Daniel Rich next week. Yeah, he's gone. Because his, he brain, his brain very... Oh, is he? Because okay, yeah, yeah, his when, brain yeah. turned off. Yeah. yeah, so... Unfortunately. Watching watching the bit of the game last night and having a look at him. Jeez. Needs to do a few laps, I reckon. No, nah, Bam Bam. Nah, it's he's just, just what, a big, body big solid boy. And oh. I fucking... You wouldn't want to change it in case he can't kick 80 metres. Yeah, no, anymore. he does. And it is it is crazy because they, they give him the ball and he just winds up and he just knows it's going a long way. But I was just having a bit of a look at him and just... Well, maybe he doesn't... Maybe he's the same as... um. That UFC guy that doesn't present as like... Yeah, Paddy the baddie. Yeah. Paddy the fatty. Like, you look at Paddy, like, if he was wearing street clothes, you'd be like, yeah, righto. But, like, he whips his shirt off and then, like, comes at you and you're like, well, I'm dead. So, yeah. I think that's probably a similar story. But, yeah, that's that's who I traded for. Um, but you've won out of the... You've top of the pod the last three weeks. I know. It's pretty unheard of. And I, I claim that's why you guys have were, were away last week. We we ran from the noise. You just went to the you just went to the pub. Um, I'm up against. Um, I'm sort of playing the playing the leagues. I just want to get in the finals because I think it would be hilarious. Um, well, I, how close are you? Because this, as as was brought to my attention um, about five minutes yeah, ago, this, this is, the, is last, the last week. Yeah. Um, so I think I might be might be able to because I'm in the two leagues. So the one, the main one that we're all the in. main one that we're all in. I'm two points clear. I fall four a, points clear. In oh, no, seventh? you're in seventh. Yeah. But um, how many people are in the... Is it a top eight still? Because it's not a full league of 18? Or is it? No, 14. I should be top eight regardless, shouldn't it? Well, it's weird because... I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, it should be top eight anyway. Yeah, so... But you play, you're playing clear. the Phantom. Yes, I am playing the Phantom. And um, it's not looking, not looking good at the moment because uh, essentially I was having a look at it and it's basically Walsh versus Ware, which isn't going so well. Um, but I've got a few more players to play than, um, than old, old, fan- fans. old Phantom Pants. The Pants. <laughs> um, what are you sitting in that league, Zach? Third. Third. Yeah. And I sh- uh, it's going to be tight this week, but... I don't think I can fall I down think too it, many no, places. Yeah. Oh, I'm two games clear. Yeah, you'll finish third. I'll finish second, unless Simo turns it on. If Simo beats the Phantom, I'll, I'll top. I'll oh. win the minor premiership in that league, and then in our other league that we're all in, I've I locked away the minor premiership four rounds ago. Well, <laughs> yeah, I'm second. I'm quietly confident that I'll beat. You're sixth. There I'm, you quite, go. I'm quietly confident that I'll beat the Phantom this week. Uh well, let me have a look. Oh, now, now I'm invested. Uh, While you're looking at that, I just have to mention that as another friend of the podcast who went hard early on his trades and was actually neck and neck with Hutto for about half the season overall rank. I waved goodbye to him bloody months ago. Simo has now overtaken him in the overall rank. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Which is how much. So I think he's fallen below the 25,000 that you are. How good. Very good. Um, So what do we got, Simon? Let's do some quick math. Uh, You've got eight eight to play. He's got six of those players... Oh, you don't have Sam Walsh. Interesting. No. So the I do like him, though. The uniques are out of that. So he's currently... So basically, if we narrow this down, uh, 183 points he's leading you by a side. Mm. He has Walsh and Sinclair. You have Ware, Merritt, Steele, Marshall. 
So essentially, what's what's Walsh sitting on now? Close Walsh to up to 101. Mm. Ware is on 62. Yep. And you've got Merritt, who has started. He's on 16. And Essendon are down 26 nothing. So that's going well. Yep. Very good. Don't worry, I'll go for free right now. But um, <laughs> but also um, I do have. I reckon Merritt's going to score well. I reckon Steele will score well. Um, I I think it doesn't matter what the score is; they'll still score the same, which will be over a hundred. Marshall's a bit of a roughie, but um, ride at midnight riders out. So and he's averaged over a hundred when that happens. Well over I believe. 100. So that the, was that was the rationale behind that. There were worries though bringing in Marshall this week. It was a late watch because uh, they named Tom Campbell on an extended bench. Tom but Campbell. They, he was not selected and he was picked as emergency and I doubt they pick him as medical sub unless they're crazy people like Brisbane who pick Ruckman as medi subs. Um, what about the strange one at North Melbourne this week with their subs? Yeah. So Aaron Hall, probably their best ball winner, oh, yeah. was an emergency. And then Nick Larky was laid out in the warm-up, apparently, but like four days before the game, everyone was already saying, well, Larky won't play in Hall, Will. It was just an odd one. I don't, well, know, what they were tra- I I don't know what they were getting Was at. it Hall's first game back for a bit, though, yeah. as well? Like, I think they were probably maybe easing him into it, and they were like, oh, if he, po- if he can play, we'll have him there. And then he came out and does what Aaron Hall does when he actually gets through a game and scores insanely well. well when they get flogged. Well, yeah, no, he's not much of a um, real-life... Um, Game changer, but he's a super coach game changer. That's for that sure. is true. You pick him in your super coach draft, but not if you're picking a team from Well, scratch. that's why I'm saying, like, when you watch the footy, you're like, ah, North suck. And if you disregard injuries, it's like, well, Aaron Hall's very good for your super coach team. No, very good. Well, since we've gone through the trades, we'll probably elaborate a little bit longer there, but that's all right. We'll uh, just get our notes ready and get ready for the round ahead. Not too much. Is oh, past oh, this oh, it's a court. It's oh, loud. Yes. Toby Green, take a bow. Hit the fence on the ball. Big man, 203 centimetres. 112 kilos. Fun. A big blow. Very big blow, indeed. Oh, lots of blow. No, we do a beer podcast before we do a footy podcast. Yeah, no, the blow podcast is later. Yeah. Guest, oh. uh, guest star, Bailey Smith. Oh, goodness. That'd be an interesting podcast. Second guest someone star. Who's, who, I, I haven't even smoked a cigarette. I would be rooted. Who's the, other, who's the dude from Essendon that went to St Kilda that apparently loves cocaine? Oh, oh Carlisle. Yeah. He's one of them, yeah. That could be F2. Yeah, very good. <laughs> Um, we've been through. Who I go rag got. on Bailey Smith a lot. I actually don't. I don't hate him. It's just the only thing I have against him is joke his, ammunition. His, his haircut. I think that's. Yeah, very, that's but he tough. makes up for it with his abs. Yeah. So you're real weird like that. No, no. I appreciate <laughs> how much work it takes to look oh, like okay. that. Yeah. Oh, I have a Bailey Smith story from someone that knew him. Okay. No longer knows him. Uh, no, someone who he used to know. Someone who has a so, best mate. God, went, yeah. Someone who has a best mate that went to school with him. Uh, and their dogs went to the same no, dog no, park. Wait. So, uh, they <laughs> but were t- so no, a dog park in the next suburb. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, but this is a very specific. <laughs> this is a very specific story. So, um, it's it not was, specific so far. It was it was year twelve science. Oh, uh, yeah. and they were doing an experiment. Um, and please don't ask me what the experiment was, but it was one you guys would like. It involved uh, potato chips, probably salt and vinegar. 
Mm. And uh, basically they were doing Electromagnetic currents of chips They were doing something And they were like Okay so what you do is You eat the chip And then something happens And then the experiment <laughs> evolves Into whatever it This is the bit I'm not specific on However <laughs> uh, When they asked Bailey to do it He said No I'm not eating it And everyone was like oh, Go on Just eat, eat the chip And apparently He blew up Caused the scene Because At that point He was so Invested in getting drafted He wasn't talking to his mates he was like eating dust just so he had that big six See, pack. Uh, yeah, he was training as hard as he could. He wouldn't eat a potato chip in his science class. Jeez. If he had told me that story two years ago, it would have been like, oh, this dude would have off-season drama. Cause like because that's yeah. mentally unstable. I think that it actually ex- explains the chip. situation he found himself in. Like I was, as someone who's like been pretty staunch, like anti-drug. I don't care what people do really. It's not for me. But I, I, I heard his apology and went, Okay, I'll take him at his word for that. But That's chips fine. aren't drugs. Like, he didn't want... Well, no, no, no. Well, it just shows the, way I it shows the discipline. Be. It shows the... Di- wait, yeah, well, <laughs> you said it. But it just shows the discipline that he had and like how much he was trying just to get to the AFL. Yeah, but so that's he, just weird. Like, there's there's discipline and it's like, I'm not going to have a beer. That's... Oh. But, like, then there's... Or, like, one chip. Like, no one's like, eat the whole bag of Smith's or you get it. Well, <laughs> Brian Lake on a podcast recently said that um, he still speaks to Ryan Griffin. They used to play for Western Bulldogs and oh, yeah. GWS. And apparently they're so in your head about your um, uh, skin folds that even now that he's retired, Ryan Griffin says every day he'll be walking around and just be like pinching his belly fat. You know what's funny? Just like to, like, he's like, oh shit, what, I don't have to do this anymore. What am I doing? I don't know if this came out in AFL. I think it might have been overseas. They're trying to scrap the skin folds test. They, they've scrapped it for under-18s in the AFL. Yeah, because like, what's the point? Like Daniel Rich... Is a very good footballer, and like I haven't seen him without his shirt on, but he doesn't strike me as a Bailey Smith type. Yeah, and as well, if um, I know Miami, well, Heat. bloody Lance Whitnell got around, and he was. I know he's a big boy. <laughs> the, that, that, was Carl- it, that was in a different era. That whole Carlton team would have fucking failed instantly. Yeah. I know Miami Heat are pretty staunch on it; they do it, and that would mean that the best player in the entire league, Jokic, can never play for them. Yeah, like Jokic, Doncic. Yeah, why are they all, <laughs> all European? It's all the baklava. Must be. Various Eastern European desserts. Yeah, Eurobasket. So good. good. Yeah, the Eurobasket isn't a basketball tournament. It's just a bunch of smoked meats. Yes, how good. (laughs) Righto, we'll get stuck into it. So Friday night, I don't think I was even aware of the results. (laughs) It was the worst game of football I've ever watched. For two teams that are, you know, When you watch close games, typically they're good. This was like... Uh, there were probably four times where I turned it off and did something else, and then I was like, I wonder what the footy score is. Yeah, no, we're just still even. No just, one's kicked anything. Just so you know, Richmond Tigers 52, Fremantle Dockers also 52. Okay. Now Richmond you know, Tigers 7 10. Yeah. <laughs> Fremantle Dockers also 7 Well, that's what I was going to ask is like, there's been draws in the past, but I would like to know how often it's the exact score. Because sometimes you get the draws, well, oh, mostly right. the draws aren't. Very indi- well, they're not indicative of the balance of play. Yeah, like a, like we saw it in the um, Gold Coast Richmond game or the North Richmond game, even um, where Richmond probably should have won them both, and the other team got ahead because they could kick straight. Um, but are you also have you guys seen what's happened the last couple of weeks with Richmond just basically trying to lose? Yeah. Did you see the last three minutes of this? Yeah, I saw Noah Bolter. Have you seen any of this? Noah Bolter took a mark. You couldn't script it. Yeah. Need to take, he's, they're like, take your full 30 seconds. And he's like, okay, no worries. And he must have counted his head and instead of going, and a one. No, instead of looking at the scoreboard that counts it down for yeah, you. He's like, 
took 35 seconds and then went, oh, free I kick. No, 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 it's play, play on. on. Oh. And he like rushed to kick it and it got spoiled. And he's like, I didn't hear. No, but the, the weird part about all of it is that it was two minutes to go. Scores were level. And then he played on. I'm like, well, he'll still get a score. Smothered off the boot. That's the other thing. So like if it wasn't smothered off the boot, they get a score. So yeah. that, that's one thing. Um, and then Noah Cumberland. And then Noah Cumberland in his third game. But he's been very good, by the way. Well, and you, this just looks bad from our perspective. They don't have, like, their clock goes up, like, continuous yeah. count up rather than um, in on TV. It counts down and stops every time the umpire says time off. Or yeah. 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 But Noah Cumberland marked it. Now, he can kick at 55 metres, which he's shown. He's had 16 scoring shots in three weeks. He's been fantastic. Uh, he took a mark at fir- 50. First game was a medical sub and didn't appear. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then he was a medical sub and kicked two in the first three minutes he was on the ground. Yeah. But he marked it, 50, went back to 55 and played on and the siren went before yeah. he kicked it. Yeah, right. They're just trying all they can to not win. So what's the go? Because they they're in the top eight. Oh, they're not. Not uh, now, not but the now. Bulldogs have beaten Melbourne. Okay. There you go. Um, but yeah, uh, super coach wise, uh, I mentioned Liam. Baker is out of my team. Um, Jaden Short. This is a shocker. 76. Very bad. Uh, Jaden Short's been quite bad of late, which is interesting because you look at his stats, 15 touches, five marks, seven tackles at 80%. There wow. Were some, there were some weird Five scores. contested, two clearances. Frio, they were... The, the soup, like champion data soup. scoring in this was a nightmare. What about Andrew all. Brayshaw minus eight because someone kicked the ball over his head? Yeah, lost points because James H couldn't clear the 50. Kick was, the kick was too yeah. high and Brayshaw couldn't mark it. And because he technically dropped the mark in an important part of the game, he went minus eight for a clanger. Um, but he ended up on 79 of 28 touches, three marks, seven tackles, two behinds, nine contested possessions, three clearances, 78% disposal efficiency. But he had seven clangers. Was he your VC? Yeah. Same. Um, I remember last year Marcus Bontempelli had less touches than that and doubled the clangers and still scored 110. Probably. Um, the other one that I was disappointed by because I own him as well is Will Brody scoring 95, had 26 touches, six marks, four tackles and a goal. 11 contested possessions, four clearances at 65%. Like that's 100 every week. It, and you know why it's 100? It's because if we go, what was the next game that I saw? Sydney, Adelaide. Um, this is not the next game, but Chad Warner, 25 touches, four marks, eight tackles and a goal, going at 60%, scored 110. Might be the four, oh, four free kicks, and no, that's Haney. Can I also mention that um, at one point in this game, Luke Parker was on 60, going at 23% disposal efficiency. That's the 12 tackles. Um, Sean Darcy's game was interesting. He was on 53 during the last quarter and managed mm. to power up to a 90, what was it, 90? Uh, 93. 93, so we'll take that. But um, were they the only real players we had? Some people have Vlosten yeah. as a so player. So I've mentioned you should... I've been on the Vlosten bandwagon for a while now and never got him in because I can talk the talk but can't walk the walk. Um, the one that is pretty much a guarantee for my Supercoach team next year and I'm pretty confident he's going to be great again uh, is Hayden Young. Yeah, yep. he's very likewise. Good. And he just... Hits targets, yeah. unlike James H. Um, there was a bubble boy from Richmond who actually looked pretty good, Tyler Sonzi. Yeah, um, Sonzi. He's played two good, good games. Good goal. Yeah, so he's he only scored fifty two, but his he, his game was better than that. Um, you could uh, you could do what, it was an interesting uh, draft case, touted as a top pick, then as a top ten, and then slipped to I think twenty eight on the yeah. night. Yeah, 
He's in that documentary with the uh, player managers and he was crying because he just, every pick, he was expecting it to be him. And But apparently, grew up a Richmond supporter. So he yeah, slipped right. all the way to their third pick. Works out then. Yeah. Um, Nat Fife, is his career over? Yeah, because no. he, uh, he was injured, wasn't he? Hamstring. Just a little hammy. He'll oh, be back in four weeks your hamstring finals awareness. Yeah, that would keep him out for the rest of the year and bring him back for finals, just, in my I opinion. I feel like next year, like, he, they're hiding him at full forward anyway. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's worrying signs. Mm. And he looks real slow. There was one point that someone was coming out of defence and it looked like... You know those dreams where you're trying to run but you can't. Oh yeah. Yeah, he was. He was. He, he was, was living the, it. He was on the treadmill. He was living it. Um, no, righto. That's yeah. all we got. Yeah, I don't want to. There's so many bad football games, which is interesting because yesterday was the highest scoring day of AFL football since like 2017. Yeah, well, but there's lots there were two. Of there were two belters. This was not one of them, but I considered it a belter. <laughs> yeah, righto. So Saturday's game, uh, Hawthorne Hawks 121, North Melbourne 75. North Melbourne kicked seven goals in the last quarter. So Bloody should, We were 71 dip. points Got up. Got a bit complacent. Yeah, it was a 49 to 3 at quarter time, mm. which I was happy with. Um, it, has anyone got anyone from North Melbourne in their team? No. Uh, does but, um, anyone have anyone from Hawthorne except for James Sicily? I still no, have I Connor McDonald on my bench. So, uh, highest scorer of the year, only 72, but that was one better than last week when I had him there. Um, just before Supercoach, three wins in a row for Hawthorne. I'm a no, happy we're a Supercoach pod. Did, uh, yeah, is this the first like, time Josh Ward's played in a while? He was the NAB Rising Star nominee last week off 34 oh, touches. But that was the first time he's played in a while. Last week. Uh, he, no, it's his third week in a row. When well, we've had three wins in a row. There you go. Um, also, here's a, here's a quick stat. Here's Coincidence? A, here's a stat. Um, Hawthorne has only played two rucks five times this year. Ruck. We are 5-0 and oh in those games. Hawthorne um, are one of very few teams in the AFL's history that have had three different people kick five goals uh, in three weeks in a row. That's pretty good. So two weeks ago it was... Lewis. Last week uh, was Bruce, Bruce yeah. and this week Gunston. Yeah. Um, good for Gunston. His dad passed away. This was his first game back and he kicked 5-4. Jesus so I, Christ, I was worried yeah. where you were going. Good for Gunston. His dad passed oh, away. Oh, yeah, yeah, no. Sorry. Like, obviously, he, so, yeah. and apparently... He wasn't a very nice Apparently, man. Ray Gunston had a lot to do with... The, I didn't realise he was, like, um, uh, interim CEO at one point or something. Like, he was, he was pretty high up in the AFL, yeah. which I wasn't even aware of. Um, so, unfortunately, a couple of deaths at Hawthorne. There was... Um, Oh, oh no, Paul Greg dear. Um, Shouldn't have brought it up. That's Cut unfortunate. That. But also, um, Shane Crawford's brother, yeah. Justin, during the week. There's just unfortunately, there's um, a lot, a lot going on with that. So, condolences to all family members in that case. Um, but uh, if if footy if footy can be something that brings joy to people and. You're part of the Hawthorne fraternity. They've had three wins in a row, and they're looking they're looking all right. Yeah, so that's so, good. Are good. they? I'm not sorry. I'm not trying to be offensive. If they're not, are they near finals? Uh, nah. Mathematically still possible Yeah But but, yeah. but it's a rebuilding year And we're 7 wins 11 losses So okay. people had tipped us For wooden spoon And we've um, completely Smashed that out Fair of the park Fair enough so Very good Alright Happily take that But um, we've all got James Sicily Yep How do you got James Sicily? Yeah Yeah He had an okay game But um, wasn't his best Aside from that Dylan Moore Again he's my first pick Next year Him and Hayden Young Dylan Moore up forward Hayden Young down back Next yep. year in my team So um, very good yeah, Dylan and our plays midfield and another 125 points yesterday off 25 touches in the midfield. Sorry, what, I thought you had some news for us, Hud. No, I got bored of what I was going to say, so no. I just didn't. 
Okay. No worries. Yeah, like when Hawthorne. I wasn't. I wasn't even interested in what I had to say, so I knew you wouldn't be interested. That's right. I don't care. I don't care when. I just like to mention. I don't really care when anyone plays football because, as I've mentioned, I like Supercoach. Well, fair. That's why we turned this into Supercoach because then Simo and I can talk. Oh, about we have a good balance without if, having to watch. If football. there's a good stat, like the Hawthorne with the ruck things, Ben McAvoy hasn't played in a loss this year, which is pretty amazing since we've lost eleven games. Is this his second game? Um, you guys hear that playing? I think you can pick up on it. It's, bloody, it's a bloody Essendon Bombers. Yeah, it's a boomer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're, they're coming back. Dropping their one. Uh, they're not dropping fucking their, coming back. Dropping their one point. It's 38 to 1. Nah, Who kicked the point? No one. It was rushed. Oh. So that's very good. We will, we will not watch it. All right. It's pretty moving funny. on. Moving on. Sydney Swans, 118. Adelaide Crows, 85. I get real mad watching Sydney, though, to be fair. Why when you that? say I don't like watching Hawthorne. I actually don't like watching Sydney. They've just got those personalities that annoy you. Papley. Papley, Buddy, Parker, Parker um, Heaney, he's got a Heaney. smugness about him. Heaney, like... Chad Warner's a bit smug. When Heaney's on, he's great to watch. When he's not, he prances around yeah. and it's like, do something. Nick Blakey can go away. I'm not sure Lizard. I love McInerney and Goulden. Just there's a smugness. It's a Sydney smugness. But we like Chad Warner. I'm a Victorian person. Well, so it's, no, well, let's no, no, not, Chad Warner's got a smugness let's too. Not, let's not rag on... <laughs> All of Sydney here. I bet you it's over in the Eastern suburbs. <laughs> I would say. I do yeah. like Paddy McCartan though. Didn't like I, the score. I loved I like it. Him. I loved it because I meant to uh, flip Paddy McCartan to to the back, um, and he didn't score that well. So well. So who do we have? Who do we have? I have Ben Keys scoring a hundred and eleven. Okay, that's good. He's um, back. That's all from this game. Oh, I had Paddy McCartan on my bench. I do have one that could be uh, a tempting starter in my midfield, depending on starting price next year. Um, and it's uh, not Chad Warner. Oh, is it Sam Berry? It is Sam Berry. Because as I've mentioned a number of times on this podcast, tackles are good. And Sam Berry is the number one tackler in the entire AFL. And yesterday he had 14, and that's coming off a week where Rory Laird broke the record what, for How many tackles. did he have, Simon? Rory Laird broke the record last week for tackles in a game. How many was it? 20. Well done, it was 20. Insane. <laughs> Insane that I knew that. <laughs> You're Just straight off the top of my head. Street. Rucka, 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 microphone. Bam, bam, bam. That song gets referenced a lot. Yeah, well, because it's a very it's referenceable bam, song. Bam, bam, bam. Nah, very good. All right. Who else did we have? Luke Anyone Parker. Else? Yeah, Parker. Yeah, get Parker, 98. 98. Yeah, see, I have a gripe. I think the problem, the, what annoys me about Sydney is their super coach scoring. It's like when I watch the dogs, it's like they shouldn't be on what they're on. Yeah. So I don't want to get too, I don't want to get too far left or whatever. But with super coach, you have a certain amount of points. 3,300. 3,300 yes. points and they divvy out. So it must have something to do with their playing style or something. Right. There must well, be some like sort of commonality thing there. Yeah, so like it can be... So we talk about this with like last-minute goals. If they've divvied out 3,200 points with 10 minutes left, oh. like things aren't going to be worth as much yeah, right. or people are going to get scaled back to make it worth a lot. Like say they're on thirty three hundred. Oh, is that why they do the scaling to bring yeah. it back to that yeah, amount? Yeah, so like right. say it's say it's on thirty three hundred games. It's Richmond Freo fifty two all with and Noah Cumberland takes that mark thirty three hundred points to divvied out. He goes back and kicks that goal. He probably gets thirty points for it. Those thirty points have to come from somewhere. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yep. They don't just get floated. That's why, yeah, in theory, Dream Team or AFL Fantasy is better because it's raw. It's 
fairer. Yeah, it's like it's I, pick, I pick a player who gets a lot of touches or something. Yeah. But Supercoach, we all like things that annoy us for some reason. It's the human condition where, like, Supercoach Be careful with me. your examples. Well, Supercoach frustrates me to all ends, and it's like I much prefer playing Supercoach AF over AFL Fantasy. But dare I say, um, not knowing shit about anything, but... Um, with AFL Fantasy, if it's like unlimited points and whatever else, it's probably a little bit easier to predict than... Yeah. There's that unlim- champion data, as much as they get smashed, it's like, well, they're the actual... Like, they're the thing that everyone's up against. They're like the common enemy. Well, think and, you, and you even... It doesn't matter how good you are at it. Sometimes you can get um, jibbed. Their so. points, at least, are an example of um, impact. So, when you're looking at a player... And like Matt Crouch used to commonly get forty touches and be one of the best fantasy players, but he's there were ten meters gain. They're all backwards handballs. I went a meter. Yep, yep, yep. So in Supercoach, he'd get at ninety five. You know what I mean? So like those like Tom Mitchell in his Brownlow year, you, he would have been fucking. Yeah, oh, yeah, well, locked. yeah, yeah. Like he did get more contested possessions that year than he does now, yeah. but it's and contested possessions are weighted higher. But um, um anyway, that was um, I had Jordan Dawson. I think he got ninety three. Sorry, which is considered good considering he was tagged. For, he got lucky. He got very lucky because he was tagged in the first quarter and was oh first half and was so poo that Ryan Clark was like, well, he sucks. So I'm gonna. Tag Brody Smith instead. He's done well through his um through his tags. Though. He still managed to score eighties and nineties. I tell you, Ryan Clark's found a little job similar to what Jai Caldwell's done the last three weeks. And Finn McGuinness has been doing um, it as well at yeah. Hawthorne. Um, until t- well, we're going to lose today, but uh, undefeated this financial year, the Bombers really <laughs> enjoying the 2022, oh, the 2023 hey, financial year. Yeah, fiscally um, responsible. Um, I just shout out to Rory Laird who had a score of 93 and then hasn't gone under 105 since. Um, just his his scoring is unfathomably good. Yeah. Simon, I know you've, captain. you've gone Harvey Norman with the zero percent interest over there. No, no, no. Um, yeah, sorry. But Rory Laird's um, scores. Would you like to hear them? It's yes. going to be a lot of numbers thrown at you. Yeah, I'd love but it. But it's going to be 143, 120, 123, 116. Mm, not good from you. 123, 142, 105, 118, 136. Bye. 114, 156, 130, 125, 154, 140. I just a back flanker term. Remember last the earlier this year when everyone was worried about Rory Laird being mid only, and it was like, how can we pick him? So how can you not? He starts. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you how. I'll tell you how you can not pick him. You have the choice to pick him and Sinclair, and then you go, oh, but like Carlton and you know um, the other team, whoever it was of the two players I picked, they're doing a bit better on the ladder, so Uh, you know they might. Whereas the others are having blowout years, but yeah, See, I don't know. Typic- Footy's just not the same as the other sports I watch. Well, no, it, they have a go. There's there's never many games that they try and throw. But the f- nah. in the footy, it's it's kind of like in your bad teams, if you can get an on baller, it's good. Whereas like Hawthorne, for example, Sicily is an exemption to the rule, which is very surprising. But like for example, like North, uh, no, that's not even the rule. North, you wouldn't pick a full forward, yeah, or a small forward because when's the ball there? Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, it's going to be very un, um, unpredictable what their scoring is going to be. Yeah. Whereas, like, at Geelong, you feel comfortable picking Jeremy Cameron because he's going to get... A, he, yeah, because they get yeah. a lot of the footy down there. It doesn't matter if they decide to play a high half forward. 
they're still getting heaps of the footy, so they're going to get those options like Tyson Dengel's reinvigorated up there because he's actually on a good team now. Yeah. Um, anyway, I think that's enough of the Sydney-Adelaide game. Yeah. What, what was the next game side? The next game was, of course... Speaking of cats. Ge- Geelong Cats. 106. I love that. Uh, Port Adelaide, 94. The next three games are probably three of the best games of the season, just about. Oh, they're From good, saw, but I'm not sure they're, they're the best games of the season. Well, well, one actually, of them I thought was my favourite game of the season. I watched this. I watched this. This was the last game I watched of the night because then I watched the Formula One. Um, and James May has a new show that's very good if anyone's interested. Our man in Italy. Who does he play for? Oh, that's what it's called? Yeah. Oh, sorry. I thought you were saying Our Man in Italy and I was waiting for the name of the show. No, no that is the name of the yeah, show. And he's just travelling around Italy talking about Italian things and experiencing oh. Italian things. And he, the last that's night's episode, podcast. he was at Juventus yep. uh, in Turin. And U- Giorgio Chiellini was on there, Euro Championship winning captain uh, of the Italian national team. I like those shows. He's at LAFC now. I yeah, watched their game today too. Oh, there you go. Very good. Would you like to... Um, nah. No. <laughs> I only had one player I like the podcast a direction that that was going. That's oh. all. Yeah, because um, I don't talk. Who do we um, have? Yeah. Zach spelled Z-A-K. Zach Butters, which is a bit odd, but that's all right. Uh, he's got 106. So if you held him, he was back in a little bit of form. Thank you, Zach Butters. See, that's a really weird score. Like, he did go at 90%, but 20 touches... Five tackles, that's it. He was on 83 off 16 touches. So I don't know what his last four he touches was on, did. He was on 83 Dream Team, 106 Supercoach. So he was the fourth highest Supercoach scorer for Port Adelaide. Dream Team, he was ninth. How many tackles? Five. Hmm. Yeah, it's a weird score. Um, he's probably the only Port Adelaide player anyone has. Um, Hawthorne's next wingman had 13 touches to quarter time. See that? And then disappeared. Carl Amon. Apparently, we're leading the race. I'd like Carl Amon. I do like Carl Amon. Well, he was the catalyst in Geelong turning the game around after Port Adelaide stormed out to, uh, out of the gates. And then Carl Amon, coming out of 50, decided to kick it directly into Jeremy Cameron's oh, arms, yeah. 30 metres out directly in front. He won't and do that at Hawthorne. former Hawthorne player Ryan Burton did the exact same thing yes. on... Um, half time. That was bad. So, but a big comeback in the third quarter, but it wasn't meant yeah. to be. Well, um, and it wasn't meant to be because Tom Hawkins decided that he was the best full forward in the comp again. Mate. By getting a couple of uh, Love the lucky Hawk. free kicks. Fuck, he's good. Come on, Hawk. Four goals for him. He scored 141 because those two goals, two of his four were the winning goals. Um, no one really, I don't really reckon People have Jeremy has, Cameron. Oh, yeah, he's got 82. Tom Atkins tickling along again. Tickling along. That's a new one. Uh, I got really <laughs> blocked up in my nose. Um, oh, not that sort of tickling. <laughs> no. <laughs> Cut that. <laughs> yeah, um, there we go. Tom Atkins, 117. Um, he's been good as a midfielder now. He's he actually like has that been. Midfield kind of annoying guy. Um, Patrick Dangerfield scored 24. I'll start, I'll start him You know year what's as a interesting as he's 24? Is he kicked the best goal of this game? Yeah, he did. <laughs> 70% time on ground, too, for 11 touches. Yeah, uh-huh. I, I think they're just doing weird stuff. It's almost like they've decided that they're going to, like, Hawkins and Cameron are still in their prime, but it's almost like they're like Danger and Selwood are playing that outside mid now, whereas, like, they used to be that in and under, get the footy. Whereas, like, I don't know, they're just not doing that. Like, they're relying on. Well, 
Do you like, think it's because they're towards the end of the season, they're sort of saving them a bit just in case? It could be they're that. They're managing but, all their players. Yeah, but I think the new brigade is everyone bags Geelong for being really old, but their young mm. players have been quite good this year. Like yeah. Brad Close is really good. Tyson Stengel's really good. Max Holmes is very good. Cooper Stevens would be starting 22 for most other teams, I would suggest. Um, and then, like, Zach Guthrie's finally getting a gig. He was bad yesterday. Sam um, Deconing oh, would be remiss. So Sam, has he got nominated yet? Yeah, he has. Okay. So Nick Martin's dropped a little bit, but I think it seems, like from what I've seen online, all the talk is that it's basically Dacos will win and yep. then second in the Rising Star will be between Deconing and Newcomb and it'll be, will it be the whole, it's harder to play as a key position player when you're young, so it's Deconing or will it be... Oh, it's Deconing. Newcomb's the number one midfielder in a team and he's only played 11 games, which is also... Ridiculous! Like, I I, it's a really strong field my top, this year. My top three right now is Dacos, DeConing, a lot of space, Newcomb, Martin. Is Ma- has Martin dropped off? Like, I don't think he'd be worse than fourth for sure. But like, I haven't seen him do much recently. But no, that's because he's not in my team, and I haven't but actually he's looked all, at his stats. Like, if you look at Nick Martin, um, let me get his like statistically um, speaking, not super coach speaking. Um, what happened there? Um, you look at his scoring. Where is he? Games. So, against the Suns last week, 25 disposals and two goals. Uh, the week before, 13 against the Lions. Swans, 18, five marks, three tackles. West Coast, 20 disposals, six marks, two goals, two. Like, as a wingman, he also covers the most ground out of any Essendon player, bar Peter Wright. Every game. He's still, fo- like, don't get me wrong, he's still fourth. Um, your daylight to Newcomb thing's interesting because his last few weeks have been better than anything he did at the start no, of the year as well. Sam DeConing is he started so like much better. Oh. No, Sam DeConing has kept players like Harry Mackay to a behind. Well, yeah. A behind. Uh, Harry Mackay, the Coleman medal winner of 2021, played on Sam DeConing, who played one game last year in his... In his Second year and played how many games so far? 17? I think it's... One behind. It's not daylight. It's incredibly close. It's, Even, it is easier to play midfield than it is a key position. But it's a number one. Like yesterday, Newcomb had 30 touches, two goals, nine clearances, 600 metres gained. Yeah, but that's that's one game, yeah. That's, yeah, but that's like, impressive. It, it, that's not the first time in the last month. But anyway, we digress. We don't want to get this into one of those. I reckon it's actually... Regardless of anything, I think it's a super strong field this year. I think well, like, and Dacos will win it. I think like forty and three. Did you see that last week? Forty touches, three goals. I did hear about in the it. wet. It, yeah. Unbelievable. Like you know, he'll be more than worthy winner. Um, but the actual field. He's paying a dollar two. If Dacos wasn't in the picture this year, I think that like it's um it's, it's very interesting. I think it's one of the strongest fields we've had. Well, it's so weird. Like Jack Ginevan hasn't been nominated. Has he? Yeah. Oh no, he yeah, has. Yeah. Was but it after ag- Anzac Day? Again, Essendon, the most nominations out of any team. <laughs> Martin Hobbs and D'Ambrosio. Yep. Last year, Perkins, Cox, and Jones. Oh, you'll be good in a couple of years. Um, this year, I think um, Durham's been robbed a few games. He's been very good. Yeah. He could have yeah. a nice little nomination. Sorry, we're, we're is Caldwell? <laughs> nah, he's too old now. Is he? Probably. Now, what's the age? Well, you look that up. Silence What's the age? Answer the question. 21. He's 21. Yeah, it depends on when your birthday is. Oh, it's how many games you've played. You can't have played more than nine or 11 games in your first year. 
Well, he didn't play that many his first year, but he's been around a while. So this year he w- he played his. So his first game this year, it was his fourteenth game. I think of his career. Many. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. That's right. All right. Oh, I'm not saying that he should have been, but it's interesting. Speaking of interesting, the next game, which I yeah. thought when you were talking about... Where in, are we up to? In the group chat. Hang on. I'll tell you in a minute. In the group chat, you're like, this is the best game of the season, blah, blah, blah. And I was like watching, I was like, yeah, that's a pretty good game. I'm glad I watched it then. Um, Brisbane Lions, 110. <laughs> oh, oh. The goal comes... 93. Hey, but I it's not. But it's not the game you were watching. No, it wasn't. Oh, I've sort of watched both. I had one on the laptop. I, I had a clip. I, who was that? Who was that that said gold sees? Jared Healy. Okay, so it's not Jared Healy. It was who's the Healy? Um, who was the ex Sydney player that commentated their game? <sighs> Malcolm Blight. I no. had the sound down. Oh, um, but it was whoever it was said um, they need to attack them both. Like there was something about being both ways. I don't have my phone on me, but it was very sexual. Oh, yeah. oh, going both ways or something. Yeah, yeah. like okay. they need to attack them going both um, ways. Oh. Like, I've got a, a little stat Ooh. before the super coach. Give it to me. Both ways. At one point during the third quarter of these two games, the score was exactly the same. It was 74. No, it wasn't. It was 84 to 78 in both games at the same time. Fuck, oh. your stats are real bad today. <laughs> no, they're not. Jai Cully and Jai Newcomb have yeah, same the same game. haircut. Same so score. <laughs> same super fun. Oh, they're different taking off fun. a different podcast. Hamish and Andy have been talking about the industry. So, an inferior podcast. And they're like, yeah, you clearly. know, when they're standing face to face in the shot and one of them touches their shoulder and then the camera zooms out to show that they're in the same shot, but they're over two and a half metres away. So, it's like me to you away. Oh, yeah. And it'll be like a camera, camera, and I'll touch your shoulder and then it'll zoom out and we're this far away. But also, it's, no. if you look at oh, it, it's not a you natural. Need to watch it. It's okay, very funny. It isn't a natural conversation. The way they answer each other, there's like a pause between each bit. It's not a natural conversation. You can yeah. tell it's filmed at two different points. Sorry, anyway, um, you got rid of Daniel Rich, but he got knocked out. Yes, um, I knocked him out of my team. Cool. Yeah. We and have I had Lock- uh, Lockie Neal as captain. Did you? Did. Yep. I was, I was <sighs> tempted and I went Oliver and I was living the high life until the fourth quarter. Well, I don't, have, I don't have Oliver, so I probably would have done well, the same. It can be expected from him missing a week, playing against a very one of the strongest midfields in the comp, not having the ability to use your hand. But he was on 60 a quarter time. No excuses, Clayton. Yeah, good on you, mate. Clayton. Clayton. Um, in this game, though, yeah, lucky Neil, huge. Um, Brisbane have the band back together, as they said on commentary, with uh, all the returning players. Only Kitty Coleman now to come in. Well, Daniel Rich is now out for a week. But, um, yeah, Kadeen Coleman to come in. They'll probably be best 22 every yeah. week. I think they'll, they'll time their run. I, it, it, you know, it could be Geelong-Brisbane grand final. Starsevich, very good. Um, he, yeah, just dominated in that uh, that forward 50. Um not really much to talk about Jared on the Brisbane Witt. side. Oh, sorry, oh, Brisbane. Um, Reese Matheson, first two games for the year, 102 and 87. I like Reese Matheson. He gives it a go. I yeah. think that's what we all like to see. And he, like, when he plays my team, don't love it because he's annoying as all hell. But when he's not playing my team, it's like, yeah, give it a go. And that was a really nice mark and goal. In, stat. Um, what? Do you want a stat? Yeah. In the SNN Collingwood game? 10-4-64 has been kicked to the city end of the ground. One behind has been kicked to the punt road end. Which the, end? Weird. 
It's so funny when they're like these ends, and I'm like, I don't know any of the ends. Um, can I tell you a stat about uh, Punt Road? Yes. So we were going to the Boxing Day test one yeah. day. And, um, was it Boxing Day? It was, yeah. Yep. Yep, Boxing Day test. <laughs> it wasn't the cricket. Day. They just had, they um, missed <laughs> yeah, their cricket, yep. year 12 finals yeah. and had to sit it on anyway, Boxing Day. Dad took me there. He, he had like a bag and he had his Akubra on. He's clearly from the country. And he's, uh, he's, he's tripped on the cobblestone there. Oh, and he fell like face first <laughs> onto the ground. <laughs> Akubra weren't flying. <laughs> but I'd have to say the, the Melbourne public uh, picked him Did up very quickly. Any um, splits? Any, no, any, no, he no was clarity? fine. He, no, no Where's the stat in this? How many metres did he fall? Um, <laughs> metres gain. No, <laughs> Cobblestones, metres gain record. <laughs> no, so I, I think the stat as uh, the Akubra is a round shape. It rolled about, <laughs> yeah, about... I don't know, say a couple of metres into into oncoming traffic. But <laughs> the Cobra was recovered. We only laugh because we've met Simo's dad. Yes. Uh, yeah, classic, classic Rich. Makes it like we're laughing at an older gentleman's misfortune. But yeah, um, but he was, like, <laughs> Which we are. It just we? happens to be Simo's dad, so it's okay. <laughs> yeah, so there we go. Well, um, we can laugh. It's all right. Sorry. <laughs> Very good. Will Which, we listen? Uh, no. Sorry, all the Gold Coast jumpers were too short. Oh. In the blue... So they must they're like a what a, a blue an away kid and Jared Witts looked like he was wearing like you know oh how do I explain it it's like when you're six years old and there's an old shirt in your drawer and like you got to leave the house when you're ten and it's like that's all I've got and you chuck it on your belly button showing oh yeah like you grow because the kids are growing so fast yeah. and it's like what happened to you yeah but like the ruckman it looked like it looked like bad on everyone but it looked worse so on it looked Jared like Witts. an NRL jersey it looks so funny yeah but I as don't a singlet it looks yeah. worse but I don't know if you've noticed NRL yeah. jerseys they always have their little they've got a bit of a um, I've got a muffin top the, the fair, hit though. Channel 9 series underbelly <laughs> action underneath and some uh, of them do and some of them don't anyway uh, very good who do we have yeah Wits 86 um, which was uh, robbery of the week um, 51 hit dung dung 50 hit outs 14 touches, two marks, seven tackles, three free kicks, four, none against, eight contested possessions, three clearances, four clangers. And uh, whoever runs, it's not the super coach Twitter, but it's like the super coach stat person, put up, yes, most of his taps were sharked, which is minus points. It's like, shouldn't be. It shouldn't be. He won the tap. It yeah. doesn't matter who If you do tap. a long kick and it's an intercept mark, the long kick still counts as yeah. an effective kick. Exactly. Yep. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. It's, okay. I think champion data just make the rules. When people call them out, they're like, yeah, this is the rule. Well, I and it's th- like, well, I don't know if that was the rule 20 minutes ago. Yeah. Oh, no, that doesn't happen with the scaling part because that just happens at the end. They don't go, oh, well, that second quarter, that, that bloke marked yeah. it. Anyway. Um, but anyway, uh, Took Miller, Syme, you and I have Took. Yes. Took. I thought about Kelly to Took and I uh, went Took. Still. I thought there we decided it, it was Took. It is, but like. I like Took. There I like it is. I like both. Took, yeah, took, there, there it is. is. That, yeah. That's why is I thought Took. it evolved. It is Took. My name's Took Miller. I'm going to call you Took. <laughs> took, Took. Hey, um, I'm going to call you Took. Yeah, so Took Miller, 34 touches, two marks, seven tackles, 157. I'll tell you what, he's got a career after football. As? Like um, that guy on the Peloton bike telling you to ride another oh, yeah. 700 ah, yes. Ks. Why is Fuck, he's fit. I feel like... Isn't he? he? Yeah, oh, he's fit and he gets oh. more jacked every week. Yeah, he does. I swear it's like, oh, there's more definition in those shoulders yeah, this week. Yeah, yeah, he's jacked. <laughs> he must just hell. go to trading and just do shoulders. Well, I reckon... Yeah, but I also reckon on Monday's recovery, he runs maybe... Two trainings. Yeah. From the game that yeah. they played. I don't think he has a car. No. <laughs> um, yeah. But uh, Border Boy Elijah Holland's debut yeah. game for the 
Gold Coast Suns. He scored 64, kicked two goals on debut. And um, the commentators gave him a bit of a break for this, but he, uh, in a very tight part of the game, Took Miller got a clearance in their defensive 50. He kicked it out, and Elijah Hollands was cooked um, like the Sunday roast and couldn't get there, but definitely should have. And the commentator said, we can excuse that because... That's the cost of development. And also, Stuart Jew is happy to make that trade. He not only missed his uh, draft year, yeah, but um, uh, had an ACL to come back from, so yep. he had extra time that he missed to, to get back to match fitness, and it's his debut. So very um, good. Anyway. Anything else from that one? No, no. no. All right, cool. Really. Well, onto the next game. Now, this is a good game, and I I'll see we, we we've got a bit of time here, so. Western Bulldogs, 110. Melbourne Demons, 100. Bond scored 161. I almost captained him. Yeah. After the last week. He's he's coming home strong. Um, Tim English, 122. Kicked the best goal of his career. Repaid the faith, thank goodness. Um, Bailey Dale, 105. Who you Um, have. Yeah, which is good for me. uh, But disappointing because he was on 70 uh, at quarter time, roughly. Something silly like that. Let me see if I can find the actual stat rather than just make well, up numbers. I was going to say made up Making for up by the Jack McRae, but we've, everyone's got him as opposed to being a pod. But McRae was uh, McRae had four touches to halfway through the second quarter. And yeah. managed to finish on a whopping was it twenty nine? Yeah, probably. I don't know. Where well, Bailey Dale twenty nine at quarter time? <laughs> so that was a massive lie. Um, how do I get to halftime? Can you load? Or uh, well, it was a very big yeah, number know, at halftime. That's hilarious. No, well, like I said, I give information. I'm not telling you it's true information. I'm just giving you information. It's your fault if you listen and take it as truth. That was funny. You're like, these are all the stats. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Grats is like, and this is a stat. You're like, is it? Oh, well. Stop telling everyone I'm bad with numbers because then no one believes me when I've got something that's true. Yeah, well, th- that might be the case. Um, but anyway... Um, back to the actual overall scores. Jack McRae did get himself to 95, which is impressive considering how poopy was to start. I've forgotten about Jack McRae. Um, Dun- pers- Dunkley never came back. Yeah, Dun- what's happened with Dunkley? Talk Dunkley to me. Is Dunkley. Dun- yeah. Dunley is Dunley. what he is. Um, he's put the plain black boots on that Andrew had. Yeah, he's, he's not going to be around next season, I don't think, for many Supercoach teams. Um, old Josh Dunkley. But um, what, what, what has actually happened? Uh, they're playing him in a forward, po- in a, like a forward pocket. Not even half. Why would they do that? Uh, because they're embarrassed for riches in the midfield, and I don't. Is it a punishment? I feel like Josh, after last off season, and he requested all, a trade. Oh, okay. I yeah. thought they'd be like, not basically give him what. Where's he, he want to go? Go home, Essendon. Sydney. Oh, okay. Do you remember where we were when the news broke that he was requesting a trade to Essendon? Your Bucks party. Oh. Yeah. There you go. We were sitting there in the house. I certainly in the afternoon. No, yeah. I don't remember much. Um, but yeah, he, I like. I thought they'd do what they could to keep him around, and he still hasn't signed a contract. So they might lose him for f- nothing. But in the in the end, he played in the grand final twelve months later. So he was probably thinking, look, I've given myself yeah. the best chance. He was probably very happy. But um, yeah, well, it'll be interesting where he goes with it. Um, but big Jamara, can we, Jamara Uglehagen, the Google. His uh, breakout performance. See, I'm, I didn't watch any of the games, so I can't comment on what he did football-wise other than stats where he kicked five goals, ten touches, Five goals marks. straight. Why do we go on this huge breakout performance thing when the dude has played... How many games has he played? 
It's more that he was a number one pick and people, like, he hasn't been able to cement a spot and people are like, oh, maybe he sucks. You know, and pr- prematurely. But, like, he might. But That's what I'm saying. But this, like, this is the best game he's played to this point of his career. So, at that point, you say, okay, we, we've watched him do what he was drafted at number one for, which is to be the difference in a close game against a good team. So, Jamara Hagen, where where the fuck are the numbers? Give me the numbers! <laughs> Um, so violent. I'm so angry about numbers. Is, is, so in his first 16 games, he was shit. Very, yeah. very shit. And he's played seven, his 17th game and everyone's like, break our game. Kyle Remus kicked seven against the Gold Coast and no one said that. Well, they may have. <laughs> it was so long ago. It was 2010. No, but um, it was it was, it was pretty great. And he was the one marking Like anyone everything. can kick five in a game. I mean, fucking Luke Bruce did it. Nah, and he's, he, he's ancient. He, um, he did it. So this is like... The first time that uh, Norton, Bruce, and Eagle Hagen have played together, where the best four target was the Google. So, well, the most impressive. I did watch a, a short period where um, Aaron Norton was rucking against Max Gorn and pushed Max Gorn off, took possession, and kicked a goal. That was quite impressive, considering I do not rate Aaron Norton because he's <laughs> Matt Tabata. the Bulldogs. No, he's Matt Tabata, oh. and I made this joke: fly in, fly out, oh. in for two, out for two. He's a lot better than Matt Tabata, though. But when they're playing, yeah. Matt Tabin is better. very good. Yeah, that, but like Norton's ceiling is like... But ceilings, like ceilings are always there for all these players. Like everyone, uh, I hate this and it's the same as the NBA. They keep going about like, oh, this guy could be this. And it's happening at the moment. And Simo and I have talked about it with the Lakers. They're like, oh, we can't include Taylor Norton Tucker. It's like, why? He sucks. Yeah. It's like, oh, but he's young and he could be good. Yeah, but he's not. Yeah. Stop trying to trade for good players with your players that aren't good uh, because yeah. they could be good. Fucking, I could be good. I th- no one knows. I thought he was still But I'm not going to be. I also thought he was still on a rookie contract and that's he what they were... paying 10 million? Yeah, no, nah, done. He's gone. Yeah, he's got to... Like, you can't be doing that. You've already got 47 million tied up in Russell Westbrook. Ugh. Can you imagine paying someone $47 million just to be very bad? And to hit the side or the top of the backboard. I could hit the side of the backboard for $47 million. I could do it for $47. Bucks. Well, like I could do it for $47,000, but I would like more than $47,000. You'd do it for $47 pies. Oh, well, yeah, from Parker's pies. I had one earlier, so that's why He's that's living like, off pies. Yeah, so yeah. dead set. We went <laughs> no, 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 to, no, but he, like, he runs and he doesn't eat till midday, so he's fine. But he, like, that's right. Then he has a pie. Yeah, so uh, we went down, went down to Rutherglen today and uh, had a Parker's pie. Delicious. Very good. Well, look, we've uh, we've nearly made it. But uh, anyway, Oliver disappointing. We mentioned What do you mean that, nearly made it? Um, There's bloody Petrarca, two more games to go. Yeah, we've talked about them as we've gone. Petrarca, a little bit of a disappointing one, but he came home oh, wait, I'm a, little, a, a little bit strong because he was uh, not doing a lot. So the, the 81 at one point actually I would have taken um, as an owner of him. Clayton um, Oliver, 96. Yeah. Considering he's on 107 halfway through the last quarter, that is um, very disappointing. 2023 Essendon player Angus Brayshaw scored 122. Yeah, that's an interesting one. I think it all comes down to Luke Jackson because if Luke yeah. Jackson goes to Frio, they'll just pay okay, Brayshaw. Yeah. Um, Gorn back, 147. Oh, huge. Yeah, it's very good. good and he's like going to – I, I knew he'd do this. I knew he'd come back and then come 2023, it's like you can't not pick him. Yeah. Which I don't want to. But I don't know how to start Rucks next year, to be honest. But it's the thing is, show. like, I would have picked um, Jared Witts, and I did after Max Gorn got hurt, and then he was fucking nothing. Yeah. Uh, oh, well. Don't let that fucking go through for a goal, you big spastics. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, and we'll give you a live update on the score. <laughs> that was Rocket Rodney. Collingwood. <laughs> Collingwood. 
Mag- I nearly said Collingwood Bombers. Collingwood Magpies, 45. Essendon Bombers, 33. Yeah, like, which is better than it was because they oh, were traffic cones on fan footy. They were. Essendon before. Absolutely. Um, who do we have in Speaking that? of not traffic cones in this game, we're just going to skip over the uh, other game today. Well, we, we well, did we'll get we'll, we'll do some reversey back to it to get the real scores. Um, but... Dylan Shields been fucking outstanding since Luke Parker taunted him. And since he got dropped and played as a sub. Yeah, and he actually leads the comp for centre clearances. That's not bad. See, yeah. that, that's what he's It's a shame he kicks of. it to the other team. Yeah, I yeah, know. Let's he, not talk about that. He's left right footed. It's weird. Left. A guy that can kick on both feet. But no, like... no, 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 no. Don't. You, that's one of the worst takes of your life because. He cannot kick with his right foot to save himself. Yeah. And he will Are actively we talking about avoid Lukosius? it. Oh, I thought he could. Dylan Shear will actively avoid kicking well, on I his right like foot. I feel like he's not too bad. Um, no. The worst confident play on their left foot in the AFL is Dangerfield. He can kick at 60 metres, but has never hit a target on his left foot once. Yeah. Um, yeah, let's get back to the Carlton GWS game because there's nothing really happening in this one. Zach Merritt's on 56, Sime. Oh, Ridley's looked okay from what we've seen. He's on 29. Yeah, I reckon Merritt's going to score 144. Oh, on the Collingwood side, Darcy Cameron I have. He's on 50 and Jack Crisp is on 49. 40. I'm worried about um, Brody Grundy. I might have to go down there and hit his knees with a golf club or something. Just to Have you got him? No, no, no. I've got Darcy Cameron and Brody yeah. Grundy will negatively impact that. Oh, I see. Very good. Um, Ash Johnson in his second game is on 47. He's kicked three already. There you go. Um, son of James Johnson. Uh, Chris Johnson. No, I don't know. Chris Johnson. I think it was Chris Johnson. I made that up. I don't know. Jimmy Johnson, the three-time NASCAR champion. Jimmy Johnson. Sorry, you guys have the Johnson from... Anyway. Uh, Yeah, anyway. I've got a Johnson. Walsh, (laughs) sure. Again, different podcast. Um, We had uh, Walsh. Walsh was back over a ton. 111. Cripper was back, 118 time. Yep. George Hewitt, don't worry about playing ever again. Because Jacob Weir scored a big 64. Good on him. Good on him. Harry Himmelberg, Syme, you and I will be happy to hear 130. 130. I'm, I'm going to be outside the top 10,000. Yeah, of you're round. done. You Same. may as well just give Good. up. Go play Dream Team. So will I. Go play AFL Fantasy. Um, Matt Kennedy's pretty good super coach wise if you could trust him actually playing every week. He's got 120 again. Yeah. Yeah, you know, you're Led right. the team for tackles. Uh, um, Jim, Jimmy, you're welcome that I put Harry Mackay in your team, 120. Adam Sard, 136. He will be an All-Australian halfback based on oh. the way oh, he's no, playing he's football. Doing, he's doing all right. Um, that's about it, isn't it? Surely. Yeah. Fucking put a fork in us. I reckon it's time to wrap it up. We've just hit an hour. I reckon we're... Uh, yeah, my back's getting a bit sore. Wrap, yeah. wrap. Yeah, oh, actually, I was thinking, like, I'm live brainstorming here. I have been thinking about changing the setup here a little bit. Have you? In what way? Um, dropping the table so it can be seated. Oh, right. Goodness me. Which helps everyone. That, help, that helps me. He's doing this on a Sunday after a game the oh, day before. Oh, here we go. Ground I play breaking. local footy Sorry, what, and what I run 6Ks and I'm really sore. Probably closer to 10. And one of us is a semi-professional athlete. We should semi-professional? Yeah, I get paid. No, oh, you get paid to fucking fuck Te- off. I think technically if you get paid, you hey, can use the term semi-professional If athlete. I paid you to not show up, could that make you a semi-professional podcaster? Probably Even though I'll, you're not actually podcasting. No, because I'll sit at home and do it. For it. And then I can, yeah. Nah. Um, Alright, we're going to finish right there <laughs> Anyway, it's crazy before th- hands are thrown Controversy Controversy Paddy, Paddy the baddies stepping up 